And welcome to We Blame Ourselves, a podcast where two librarians discuss books, movies, games, you know, anything you can find on your shelf. I'm James Pugh, and my favorite video game of all time is The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. And I'm joined by... I'm Dan Major, I am a librarian, and my favorite video game of all time is Final Fantasy IX. Ooh, that's a good one. It shows our age a little bit. I think. <laughs> I think so. I think their mine was for the Nintendo 64, and yours was for the PS2? PS1. PS1. Late stage PS1. Late but. stage PS1. Mm-hmm. Well, back, okay. Back when they came in, like, it took like four discs for games that size, and you had <laughs> Please to insert them. disc two. Yeah. That was not disc two. <laughs> um, okay. So, d- speaking of video games, Dan, I'm going to throw some numbers at you. Okay. So, all my research here is done at rottentomatoes.com. And at um, uh, boxofficemojo.com. Okay. So these are the highest scored um, Rotten Tomatoes video game based movies. Mm. That makes me groan instantly just <laughs> saying video game movies out loud. I but know, right? Well, let's, let's dive so, into this. This is near and dear to my heart. <laughs> I know, right? So they, um, there's 49 that they ranked. Their average score. Can you guess their average Rotten Tomatoes score of all 49 <laughs> games? The average. Okay. Rotten Tomatoes, generally pretty brutal. Video game movies, generally not the best quality things in the world. You're not wrong. So I'm going to say 49%. <laughs> Am I right? No. Okay. Uh, 28. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's actually quite a bit worse than I really thought. 28%. Yeah. I, I can't say I disagree most of the time, too. Well, okay. the The highest one is a book is a is a uh, the movie called The Werewolves Within. I've never even heard of that. It's a it's a fun game as a board game. I've never played the video game. Okay. But the, basically, the board game is you have a bunch of people around a table. Everybody like you assign them roles, and one person's like uh, the werewolf. It's kind of like Murderer in the Dark. Okay. So yeah, the werewolf opens his eyes and kills people, and yeah, you have to guess who the werewolf is. Well, they turn that into a horror comedy. Mm-hmm. So if you were to tell me that that movie was based. On a video game, I would have been like, mm, no. It's interesting that it's based on a board game va- based on... Which came first, the video game or the board game? I think the board game, because the video game was was, uh, was was the product of the pandemic. Oh, okay. oh, so it's super recent. Yeah, super recent. Okay. Um, And then the lowest is Alone <laughs> in the Dark with 1%. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> okay. I have a deep, deep history with alone in the dark the game kid, or the, the game of the movie both <laughs> but i kid you not like all throughout like high school and college like my friends and i would get together and we would play survival horror video games um and it you know they're like single player games but we would like lose our minds um and some of them are super scary but alone in the dark is like I, one of the worst games <laughs> i've ever played <laughs> let alone um probably being one of the worst movies I've ever seen. And I was at a convention one time and we met some people that had worked on Alone in the Dark and they even said like, yeah, it was a little bit rushed. So it's funny that hmm. you would bring that up. Hmm. Wait, the movie or the game? Uh, the game. <laughs> okay. We were we were okay. talking about the game at the time. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, uh, and that's, that's funny because, um, yeah, you said it earlier, like video game movies are always atrocious. Like I don't but know, the, like, but they're they're fun, atrocious. Does does Alone in the Dark is that really any worse than the Super Mario Brothers movie? <laughs> <laughs> I can't even answer that. Uh, I have no idea. 
that like that that's I think illustrative of the problem is like they generally stray so far from the source material that it just becomes utter nonsense. Well, it's not just that. I think um for me, when I'm playing the video game, like you're that character. Mm-hmm. You're that person who you, you are controlling the character, but you are that character. Like you get to decide, especially in like some of the bigger ones, like um, uh, Sk- Skyrim and, and mm-hmm. Elder Scrolls, and like the ones where it's like you can do this right. or yeah. you can do that. You create you your create totally your own, yeah. own story. So when you have a movie where you're you're just forced to watch the action, yeah, it's like oh, I get it. Yeah. yeah. And there's something, like, with horror games like that. Like, when you're in control and you're, like, watching the movie, yeah, they're going to do what they're going to do. Yeah. But when you have control in the video game, I think it makes it a lot scarier because you have to, like, pay attention and do something about it, too. Right. So it kind of changes the entire frame of the idea. Well, okay, so that's that's funny you bring that up because, like, I've I've noticed on the list that um, a lot of... A lot of them were horror, mm-hmm. horror games like like Resident Evil and mm-hmm. Silent Hill, and so and I'm wondering if are, are they trying to get the jump scare because those would translate very easily from playing a game yeah. to the movie. I I in the Resident Evil, a couple of the Resident Evil movies were not too bad. Um, Once they realized I, what they were, no, they were not. Yeah, <laughs> they I, were not. Yeah, and like I, Silent Hill is one of my all time favorite game series too. And I didn't love either of the movies um, because you're cramming. I mean, survival horror games aren't super long, but you're cramming a 10-hour game and story kind of down into an hour and a half to two hours as well. So you miss out on a lot of the subtleties that you get, especially in like a psychological horror game like Silent Hill. Um, I'll give you that. A lot of the cool stuff is, and you know, background things when you... My favorite thing is like you pick up a diary and you yeah. read it and you're like, oh my god, so much backstory, and like, you miss out on that. Like one of my favorite games of all time, um, besides the Ocarina of Time, is uh, Bioshock, the very mm-hmm. first Bioshock, and that one was like it took you on such a wild ride. Like you start off in a plane and then you're in a crash and then you're on a boat and then you're in the city underwater and stuff happened and you're and part of the game is you're yeah. figuring out what happened. Well, and if you try to change settings so drastically so quickly in a movie. Like, yeah. that's not going to translate very no. well. That's going to be all jumbled together. Absolutely. And I think that's, that, that's why, <laughs> going by the boxofficemojo.com <laughs> numbers, again, if anybody's listening to that, you can totally ch- double-check my math. I was an English major. <laughs> you do the math. <laughs> yeah. But I, uh, I, they listed, like, the, the, I think these are just theatrically, theatrically released movies. Mm-hmm. And the grand total gross of all of these movies at the box office was 2.1 billion dollars and that was like 40, combined of combined of 40. like 40 okay. or 50 movies and i'm like there are some marvel movies that yeah make like that in one, one one avengers movie is gonna that. do as much as 40 video, <laughs> video game movies yeah so it's like why don't and i think it's it's yeah i think it's because they don't translate because you don't have control of it you're watching the action as opposed to controlling the action yeah kind of a thing well, and, like, didn't the the second Sonic the Hedgehog movie that just came out recently, isn't that now the highest grossing it is. video game movie of all time? It is. And yeah. we, we kind of talked and about it. And it's only, my, like, $200 million. Yeah, yeah. But it's, like, the you're like, what? Yeah. It at least <laughs> paid for itself. I don't know how much they expect to make off of movies like this. but Oh, I don't either. Um, I, I 
<laughs> the first one you and I talked about like a week ago as we were prepping, and I have sounds so creepy, weird feelings about that it, movie. It teaches a very morally gray lesson. When you describe it the way you <laughs> described it, yeah, I was like, that sounds like a stalker. You replace Sonic the Hedgehog with a clinging girlfriend, and <laughs> it's a completely different movie. <laughs> yeah, like just frame it like instead of Sonic the Hedgehog, just imagine it as a person. And if a person behaved like that, <laughs> that movie would be an entirely different type of movie. It's just so, he's a cartoon character, so it's fine. But, like, it, that entire movie did not sit well with me. It's supposed to be, like, a heartwarming family thing. And it's basically just Sonic the Hedgehog ruins the guy's life <laughs> and tricks him into becoming friends with him. And then the movie ends. <laughs> No big spoilers there, but it's it's. <laughs> I don't like the way it plays out. The second one I have not seen, so I don't know. Maybe, I have no opinion yet. Maybe the guy learns that Sonic did him wrong in the first movie. And he's, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a revenge it's, it's film. A... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that's uh, that's that's funny you say that because I think that that's why Marvel, at least when it comes to comic book movies, does so well because they take a genre that exists in movie mediums like for example uh captain america and the winter soldier plays out like a political thriller mm -hmm. and you know so they're, they're they're like superhero movies but it's like a political thriller featuring superheroes and i think okay. that's why that doesn't translate into video games because like you're, you're saying like yeah. how do you write a video game script about a a, a a blue hedgehog whose sole purpose is to collect golden rings and save the wildlife from this wild, egg-shaped man. Well, James, <laughs> as someone who has also read quite a few Sonic the Hedgehog comics <laughs> and watched some of the uh, TV shows, there there can be more than Sonic the Hedgehog, but it, most of you know that extended material is like not really related to anything else. Um, but yeah, like that kind of reverse engineering of a plot. Um, for a video game or like mechanics into a video game mm -hmm. from a movie, I think is harder than the other way around. Oh, um, and they just don't—they don't always translate well. There, there are some fantastic video games with great cinematic-esque plots. Oh yeah, you're like, huh? Didn't see that coming. Oh, and now I got to punch a guy. So, <laughs> um, you know, like what? Far, Far Cry, all the Far Cry series. That's like you cannot translate that. In, if you if they were to turn that into a movie series. Mm -hmm. The first one would flop because, again, like it's just there's so many twists and turns, and yeah. so many. You're like, oh, did you see the um? All I can think of, Uncharted. Did you see the Uncharted movie? I did not. I didn't see that one either because I never played the games. I never, yeah, I never got into the games either. And everybody was like, this was just a cash grab. This is another this is... one for the twenty eight percent or whatever. It yeah, was. like it, it got yeah, it'll get bad lower. ratings. So, um, my my actual favorite. Um, game it, it actually got turned into a show instead of a movie um, but the Castlevania series on Netflix <gasps> love the Castlevania games um, played them since I was a kid and the show on Netflix was like a really really it the plot was really well developed and it paid homage to the games without being like gimmicky yeah and without a bunch of like fan service kind of stuff like it struck that balance really well um agreed and i i like the day that each season came out i watched you know start to finish i binge watched all it, three seasons it was so it. ridiculous and fun yeah it was yeah. so great and um, it's a good balance of action versus exposition and 
you know, I liked everything about so, it. So speaking of, like, TV shows and animated things, like, do you think – so what constitutes a video game movie or show? Like, because Wreck-It Ralph animated, mm-hmm. featuring historic and classic video game characters. Yes. Is that a video game movie? Because that did pretty well. But that also was not on any of the lists. I Like, I sort of consider it a video game movie, even though it's not based – on a right. specific video game, it strikes me if you called it a video game movie, I wouldn't like second guess anybody that like said that casually in conversation. And I did, I enjoyed that movie quite a bit. It, it's a, I, I look at it the same way. It's it's a movie about a video game, mm-hmm. and it's actually really well done. <laughs> it's really fun. Um, Ready Player One, not so much. Love uh, the book. Though. Love the book was great. The book was really good. The book was fantastic. The second book was unnecessary but enjoyable as a fan of the first book. Yeah, um, it was a cash grab. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was the cash Which grab. Which I don't. If I was an author, I would do the same thing. <laughs> now, now here's some other movies I want to throw out there to see your opinion on. All right. Okay. Wizard. Never seen it. Okay, so it was this movie that eighties, like, late eighties, early nineties, like yeah. when Nintendo was releasing the Power Glove. Oh, yeah. And it was totally a Nintendo gimmick. I yeah. think it had, like, Fred Savage in it. Oh, wait. Is that the one where they have – they go to, like um, – it's basically, like, a Super Mario Brothers 3 speed running Pretty contest. Much. Pretty yeah, much. Yeah, okay. Yeah. No, I have seen that, but mm-hmm. I saw that when I was a kid. I have not seen it since then. Doesn't but translate. I know, yeah, I know. Doesn't exactly translate. I, was, I forget. <laughs> I think it was on, like, Tubi or one of, like, the really free streaming okay, services yeah. or, like, YouTube with ads. It's like, oh, what? No. I was like, this is, what is this? This is seriously like Nintendo this, like Nintendo that. Yeah, it's it's just a big corporate. Scott. But if I want to watch any corporate marketing thing, it's going to be Nintendo's corporate That's true. marketing. That's true. Um, Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Uh, comics were good. Movie was not good. The Scott Pilgrim game, which... I didn't came, know there was a game. Oh my god, it's like an arcade. Like, remember the Teenage Mutant yeah. Ninja Turtles game? It's like mm-hmm. a side-scrolling beat 'em up kind of game. It's really fun. Oh, okay. I think it was on like Xbox 360 or something. It's at least ten years old now, but it was a cool game. Battleship. I know it exists, and it had like big name people in it, but that just seems like I, a I, I, that's, that doesn't count because I feel like that's a board game. Yeah, that's not a video game. That was a horrible. Are movie. there a lot of board game movies? That's the only one I can think of offhand. Life? No, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Life. The, the, no, I, there's one movie that I think is is fantastic. That um, fantastically horrible. This is like one of my favoriteest. Worst video game movies of all time. Give me two guesses, and I will—I guarantee it, you I will guess it. First of all, it's not based on any video game per se, but the writing— Then I will not guess it. I was going to say, the writing was like a video game. Like, there was a point in the movie where a guy's like, here, take this GPS, <laughs> get to the waypoint by this time. Yeah. And then he's just running through he's and like— talking like an NPC. <laughs> exactly. Oh, is it— um? Like House of the Dead? No, no, but it is done in first person. Okay. The entire movie is done in first person. And it even starts off like like he wakes up and he's in this hospital and he's like got augmented Yeah, like limbs. Every, every horror game ever. And then, she, and then this nurse goes, okay, could you look to your left for me? And he looks to his left and I'm like, this is a video game. Yeah. <laughs> this is, it's called Hardcore Henry. I think I've heard of that one. It was. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, that's not based on a video game, but the script was mm-hmm. a video game. Like yeah, this was a video game that somebody made canceled. To look like yeah, yeah. <laughs> this we canceled the video game project. Let's make it a movie, <laughs> and it was great. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite worst? 
best um worst i like when i think of video game movies only because i saw it in like my formative years is like the uh mortal kombat movie from like <laughs> 1996 or something like with that the, with the techno soundtrack. oh yeah oh. like everything about that movie that's one of those like is now a cult classic yep like appreciate it for how corny it is oh, absolutely the second mortal kombat movie was just bad unenjoyably the first one was bad <laughs> enjoyably <laughs> um and i like it was the kind of movie that would play on like the USA network on Sunday afternoons all the time. So right, I feel right. like I've seen it a lot, even <laughs> though I've never sought it out and never like voluntarily watched it. It would always just be on yeah. back, like, you know, back when, in that uh, time period. When premium cable would just, they didn't have original content, so they would just play right. the same movie eight times a week. Right. <laughs> um, that's a good one. That's a good one. Did you see the new one, the rated R one? I did not see that one. It's rated R. <laughs> it's, it's just more blood and guts which is i guess more true to the source material yeah i mean i feel like that the mortal kombat series has gone like to the nth degree with the graphic violence so too much yeah and now that they have the capability to make it look realistic like back oh. on the sega genesis it's like whatever there's like a bunch of skulls but but now like i see the game and i'm like oh it just kind of grosses me it's, out in general it's too brutal yeah it's too brutal um so i guess if the movie if the video game movie is worse than the video game mm-hmm. i wonder if the video game book is better than the movie because you know what they say the book's always better than the I movie i'm so glad that you brought this up <laughs> because I am a huge, huge fan of uh, of video game novelizations. I've only I've only heard of a couple. So, I I actually, in preparation for the podcast, um, did a little bit of research, and I started playing World of Warcraft. Oh. Um, back like basically when it came out, like two thousand four or something like that, um, and I started reading the Warcraft and World of Warcraft novels. Okay. And I've like kept up when they release a new one or whatever. And they're I think they're up to twenty nine and I have read twenty eight of them. <laughs> 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 and I, I like blush even saying that because they're they're not necessarily the best quality things in no. the world, but they're supplemental to something that I really have enjoyed over the over, you know, 20 years or something okay. now okay um and like it's really interesting how you know in in a video game regardless of what the game is like there's a beginning and an end there's only so much you can discover and video game novels seem to break down into like two categories either it's a full retelling of the game itself okay which is fine i enjoy it um, and then there's also either prequels or kind of side stories. Um, hmm. So with like the Warcraft novels, a lot of them um, take place, you know, like a thousand years before the story started. Oh. And you find out why is the world the way it is today or why is this, you know, char- there's like elves and stuff. Gotcha. So obviously, you know, there are thousands of years old, whatever. But you find out, like, about these characters' past, about the 
locations and why they are like they are today. And they kind of have started, you know, every two or three years, there's an expansion for the game. And the novels go in between the two expansions to kind of set up the premise for the next couple years of the story content of the game, which I I don't love that as much as I do like the backstory, um, but they're still pretty enjoyable. So, so this sounds like it's just mostly for the people who play the game, like the yeah, diehard fans. Like, I, I don't can't know. imagine somebody wanting to read those books Unless not knowing much about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only one I've wanted to read, I haven't read any myself, but the only one I've wanted to read was um, one going back to Bioshock where it was like the creation of the city Rapture, the underground, underwater mm-hmm. city. And I was like, oh, that would probably be really interesting to yeah. to hear that backstory and to like read that. Um, same thing with the Halo. I know that Halo has a whole bunch of books mm-hmm. kind of going into like why the Covenant are mad at Earth and like why they're they're invading. And it goes into a little bit more deeper than than what my knowledge of Halo is uh, begins and ends at red versus blue, <laughs> which has not been culturally relevant <laughs> since oh so, i don't know when <laughs> so uh, i think i think they tried to bring it back when the new halo uh game came out but have you seen the have you have you seen the the tv show then i'm assuming you haven't i haven't okay I'm, halo does nothing for me <laughs> i i haven't either but i've heard that they're not basing it on the video game they're basing it on the books oh interesting so i wonder if you're going to start to see that like the video game content itself isn't working so we have these people have been writing the lore and the background and yeah like, well and this is getting a, a little bit into like books to movies or movies to books or whatever but much like star wars oh yeah um prior to disney buying star wars there was that whole star wars ex- extended universe that star wars fans were apparently crazy about and then it got like pushed to the side it was no longer canon and everyone was really mad about it i do remember that um and now they're reestablishing the Star Wars novels, which are still very popular. Yeah. Um, but people are still mad that the extended universe is no longer really a part of it. Um, and they, I mean, similarly in video games, like they can go down that route with the novelizations too, where it's oh, just, yeah. it becomes its own thing. And, and um, I do know that speaking of uh, movies to video games, I have read the Witcher series. Oh yeah, which was which came out before the video game, mm-hmm. which was weird because I've never heard of a video game based on a book series before. Yeah, in that direction, I The Witcher is probably the only thing yeah. I can think of like that. We're probably, I mean, if I could Google from here, we'd probably have like a million answers, but oh, yeah. I can't think of anything offhand. I'm sure. Um, I'm sure something in Japan. Like, oh yeah, I'm, there's probably I'm sure something in Japan. <laughs> well, and they do a lot of. Um, they call them light novels in Japan. They're Ooh. like. They're, um, they average like 50,000 words, which is like the difference between like a novella and a full novel. So they're like shorter novels. They've got illustrations in them. They're kind of aimed at the YA young adult audience. Um, but some of them are for adults and they do, they cover a lot of like extended video game stuff and, Hmm. um, anime or manga will be adapted. So do they, do they take like popular video games and or is yeah. it just like you know bubble bobble <laughs> the story behind I would, bubble bobble. i would i, I would, would love, read it i would read it too that <laughs> totally my sister that. and i played the heck out of bubble bobble <laughs> for a very long time um 
but yeah, I mean, you can you can find it on anything that's you know pop culture, um, comics or gotcha. games or movies or whatever. Usually has some one or two at least light novels associated with it. Um, I've I used to be the teen librarian at the library. Yeah. Um, and I did like most of them don't make it to the U.S. Uh, but I did buy one. There's a Final Fantasy VII light novel, I think, that oh. I bought for the library. Okay. Um, I didn't get a chance to read it. Um, and I I don't see a lot of them popping up when we're buying books. Uh, but that's something I'd like to see a lot more because they are kind of a a hybrid of manga and yeah. and a regular novel and they're usually short reads so yeah. it's you know you're not jumping into a thousand page fantasy book hmm. i um I, that was sound interesting so do we still have it at the library we do okay um <laughs> it's it's called like final fantasy seven wings of oh dazzling wings <laughs> of purity or Something weird. Actually, some weird Dazzling, translation. Dazzling Wings of Purity <laughs> was the name of a toothpaste that I found in like a dollar <laughs> store once. I'm like, this is the weirdest. <laughs> I should have bought it. I don't know what would happen yeah. to my teeth, but um, um yeah, it's dentures. got it's got some weird kind of Dazzling, maybe mistranslated name. Dazzling or something. Wings of Purity. That was the toothpaste, not but the novel. Still, still. <laughs> Can we talk about toothpaste on this? It's it's <laughs> it's, it, it's on it's your on shelf. shelf. Yeah, it's on so. a shelf somewhere. Um, so, what do you think makes a good novelization of a video game? Besides the getting into it and the the background, like because again, I think the allure of video games is you are in ultimately in control, and when right. you have that narrative of the the guy taking away that control, what's the what's at stake? I mean, and I think we kind of talked about it briefly it's like well unless you played the game and you're a big fan of that content you're not right. going to pick up that it's, you're never going to see a video a, bo- a book based on a video game on the bestsellers list i think unless it's mario yeah <laughs> i think that um like you if it is like that retelling style of novel mm-hmm. you need to make sure you properly highlight the highlights that are in the game like yeah. you need to know the fandom like what what scenes are people waiting for what quotes and what lines and you know you you've got to cater you're not writing brand new source material so as an author you know what people are already looking for and you need to really dive into that but also strike a balance of not having it turn into fan service yeah which um magic the gathering card game yeah yeah yeah. um lots of novels associated with magic the gathering um and i i've only read i think two of them but the first one i did read was like nothing but fan service and like corny and like some serious characters are doing things that are very uncharacteristic (laughs) and didn't didn't love it but i was gonna say like that that's borderline fan fiction yeah, and that is a whole other episode yeah, of this I'd podcast, love, buddy. <laughs> I'd love to talk about fan fiction someday. Uh, I think uh, I think that that would be a, a fun one to d- delve into later. Um, but uh, I think uh, are we out know. of time already? I think so. Wow. But yeah, well, thank you all for listening. Um, join us next time as we will be discussing weird historical books. So oh, like. Yeah. Yeah, like books like Bound in Human Skin and 
yeah, and like other like religious poisonous book covers and yeah what we found some good source material for this so that, there's a funny story I'll, behind that yeah too. i'll yeah <laughs> we'll dive into that <laughs> next time uh, we would like to thank um ontv orient neighborhood television for providing the recording studios for we blame our shelves you can find past and current episodes at our website orionlibrary.org that is o-r-i-o-n orion orionlibrary.org um, so please find us there and uh, tell your friends about us and um, hopefully we can keep doing this. Yeah. I think I'm having fun so far. Um, and don't forget to uh, check out, um, you can check out almost everything for your shelf at your local library. So please support them in any way, shape or form or any means you are able. So until next time, I'm James Pugh. And I'm Dan Major. We'll see you then. Bye.